everyone, my name is Megan Hansen, and welcome to All Things Wisconsin. For today's episode, I have chosen 10 Wisconsin State Parks and Recreation Areas to discuss. They were selected because they have water features, are in close proximity to where I live, I've been to the state property, or because they were recommended to me by a family member. I contacted the managers of each chosen park or recreation area and asked them how their state property was formed, the history of their state property, to name popular recreational activities that are available at their state property, and to discuss their favorite thing about the park or recreation area. I will share their answers as I go through each state park or recreation area. We will also be joined by a special guest, Joel Hansen, who has a degree in Broadfield Science Education with a minor in Earth Science from UW Oshkosh. He will discuss the geology of four of my chosen parks. To conclude this episode, I will discuss how COVID-19 has affected the state properties according to the property managers. Now, without further ado, let's get started. At number 10, we have Chippewa Moraine Recreation Area. This recreation area is located north of Eau Claire, Wisconsin in Chippewa County. The recreation area was founded in 1971. I picked this recreation area because it is close to where I live. Now, let's learn a little more about the recreation area from the manager, Rodney Gaunt. When I asked him how the recreation area formed, his response was really interesting to me. As ice on top of the glacier melted, it carried sediment that settled on top of slower-moving ice. The sediment slumped off the slower-moving ice and filled in low spots. Then, as the ice melted, the sediment formed raised areas called hummocks and lower areas that were left are called kettles. Mr. Gaunt said that traders, loggers, farmers, recreationalists, and Indians all lived in what is now the recreation area at different points of times. However, there have been no archaeological sites discovered yet. Some popular recreational activities at Chippewa Moraine Recreation Area include hiking, snowshoeing, backpacking, primitive camping, birding, canoeing, kayaking, fishing, trapping, and hunting. When asked his favorite thing about the recreation area, Mr. Gaunt said, presenting programs to students coming on field trips. Thank you, Mr. Gaunt, for sharing your knowledge about Chippewa Moraine State Recreation Area. At number nine, we have Peninsula State Park. The park is located just north of Fish Creek, Wisconsin in Door County. Peninsula State Park was founded in 1909. I decided to talk about this park because it is located on the Bay of Green Bay, and I like water features. When I asked park manager Jessica Dowell how the park formed, she told me that it is located on the Niagara Escarpment. The Niagara Escarpment formed about 405 to 425 million years ago and is a 650-mile rock formation that formed as a result of faulting and erosion. It runs from Niagara Falls, located in southeastern Canada, to northeastern Wisconsin. This park has a very interesting history. Miss Dowell said a, a girls' camp called Camp Minahaga used to be run in the park, as well as the Civilian Conservation Corps camp. The Civilian Conservation Corps was a program that kept men working during the Great Depression. The program was founded by President Theodore Roosevelt. There were camps all over Wisconsin. In 1868, the park's Eagle Bluff Lighthouse was built. At this park, there are so many recreational activities to participate in. Some of them include hiking, biking, snowshoeing, snowmobiling, skiing, 
kayaking, canoeing, boating, fishing, swimming, and golfing. It's so cool that Peninsula State Park is on the Niagara Escarpment. This is what Ms. Doel had to say about her favorite thing about the park. My favorite thing about the peninsula is its beauty. There is a spot that has been cleared on the Fish Creek Hill as you travel north into town. From that point, each morning when I am driving to work, I can see a large portion of the park. When In the winter, I see the snow-covered trees, and some years, the ice shoves on the shoreline. The summer um, view is of lush green trees and waves on windy days crashing into the shoreline. The view in the fall of the magnificent yellows, reds, and oranges of the leaves is my favorite. This sounds like a beautiful park to visit, and I hope I will be able to visit someday. Coming in at number eight is Lake Wissota State Park. This park is located south of Jim Falls and is in Chippewa County. The park was founded in 1920. I picked this park because it is near where I live, and it was recommended to me by a family member. Let's learn more about the park from the manager, Dave Hladilek. He said, The park was part of the glacial outwash, and it is mostly sand over an ancient sandstone bed. When he explained some of its history, I was fascinated. He stated that there used to be a railroad line running through what is now Lake Wissota State Park. You can still see the marks from the railroad in the woods by Riverview Picnic Area. The recreational activities at the park are Mr. Hladilek's favorite thing. I like that there are so many different things to do all year round. In summer, we have hiking and biking trails, camping, picnicking, horse trails, boating, canoeing, kayaking. In winter, we have cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, and trails fat bikes. In the summertime, we also have whippoorwill birds in the campground area that sing every evening. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, Mr. Halabak. Willow River State Park comes in at number 7. This park is located north of Hudson in St. Croix County. The park was founded in 1961. I picked this park because it was recommended to me by a family member. Willow River State Park was formed when the Willow River cut through the layers of rock. In what is now the park, there used to be Native Americans as well as European settlers. Some recreational activities at the park are boating, camping, fishing, rock climbing, swimming, and hiking. When asked his favorite thing about the park, park manager Aaron Mason said, The most popular feature of the park is the waterfalls. However, I personally prefer the lake. This sounds like a wonderful place to visit. The park that earns the number six spot is Lakeshore State Park. This park is in downtown Milwaukee in Milwaukee County. It was officially opened in 2007. I picked the park because it is located on water, specifically Lake Michigan. According to park manager Angela Vicchio, one of the ways Lakeshore is unique is that it is completely man-made. When Milwaukee began the deep tunnel project in the early 1980s to handle stormwater runoff throughout the city, they needed an inexpensive way to dispose of the limestone and dolomite bedrock, ideally with it having another purpose. Their solution to the large amount of rock dust and rock shards was to place it in Lake Michigan, effectively starting the formation of Harbor Island and a safe refuge for boats during storm events. Harbor Island was topped with minimal soil and formed the southern half of our park, which was largely covered in invasive species. When the second phase of the deep tunnel started in the late 1990s, Governor Tommy Thompson advocated for the site to become a state park to serve 
the site's largest population center. The additional rock material shaped the northern portion of our park. The bridge was installed to connect the Oak Leaf Lakefront Trail, and the ADA Accessible Fishing Pier and the marina were installed. The park was opened in 2007 with about half of the prairie areas that we have today. We continue to work on establishing new locations of prairie and intensely manage the ones that we've established so far. Since the park formed so recently, there is not much historical information, but they do have fossils in some of their boulders, including our state fossil, the trilobite. Some popular recreational activities include biking, hiking, running, dog walking, rollerblading, paddleboarding, fishing, and ice fishing. Now, let's hear what Ms. Vicky said her favorite thing about the park is. Oh, there are many, and it's become somewhat of a joke with my staff at how often I use the word favorite. The park is a migratory bird hotspot, and the bird populations constantly change throughout the year. Some of my favorites are the green herons, belted kingfishers, American avocets, and the rare ruddy turnstone. Watching changes in the prairies throughout the season also brings me joy, starting with the prairie smoke and the pussy toes coming up in early spring. Some of my favorite plants, though, are the white wild indigo, spiderwort, giant burrweed, and aronia melanocarpa. Overall, our park is extremely unique compared to most of our state parks, being free year-round, hosting multiple large events each year, and having a marina. I very much enjoy providing free educational opportunities to our public in normal years. As such, we've done more than 100 per season for the previous three years. Thank you, Ms. Vicchio, for sharing so much information. The number five property is Hoffman Hills Recreation Area. This recreation area is located south of Colfax in Dunn County and was founded in 1980. I chose this recreation area because I have been there and really enjoyed it. The manager, Calvin Kunkel, told me that the recreation area formed because of glaciation and that the area is part of the glacial outwash and drift formations from the last glaciation. For those of you listening who reside in Dunn County, you may know that the logging industry used to be very prominent here. In fact, there is a 100-year-old logging road that runs through Hoffman Hills. Some popular recreational activities here are hiking, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, and picnicking. When asked what his favorite thing about Hoffman Hills is, Mr. Kunkel said, My favorite thing about the recreation area is all the different habitats that are found throughout the property. Not many park properties have a mix of wetlands, grasslands, and forest habitats that are easily accessible from a single network of trails. This diversity gives visitors a small glimpse of what native areas can be found in Wisconsin. I learned so much about this recreation area that I hope I can put to use next time I visit Hoffman Hills. The number four spot is held by Devil's Lake State Park. This park is located south of Baraboo in Sauk County. The park was founded in 1911. I picked this park because it was recommended to me by a family member. I wrote to park manager Richard Hesed, and he told me that Devil's Lake State Park formed in an interesting way. He said that on the bottom of an ancient ocean, layers of sediment and sand formed into sandstone and then into hard quartzite rock. Quartzite rock is compacted sandstone. Geologic forces uplifted the sea and drained. A surface river cut through the current valley and weathering created the unique rock formations and boulder talus slopes. 
Fairly recently, glaciers left terminal moraines at either end of the valley, which dammed the valley at both ends, creating the trapped lake that you see today. In the late 1800s, there were many resort hotels along the lakeshore, and cabins and cottages were very common. Effigy mounds are also present that date back thousands of years. Some recreational activities are hiking, picnicking, camping, swimming, fishing, boating, and bird watching. Mr. Hesed said that his favorite thing about Devil's Lake State Park is simply that the park exists with all its beauty and grandeur, created so long ago, and still speaking to people who visit and inspiring and refreshing those who come to view its wonders. More along the lines are what you are asking. I like the water cycle here. How very small streams and springs keep the lake full and with no outlet, yet the lake level stays almost the same. We are now joined by Joel Hansen, who will tell us about some of the geology of this park. Hi, Joel. Welcome to All Things Wisconsin. Hi, Megan. Hello to all your listeners. Mr. Hesed mentioned terminal moraines. Can you explain what they are? A terminal moraine is a ridge of rocks, gravel, and other sediment deposited at the end of a glacier's advance. Think of moving sand with your finger over a surface. The ridge of sand where your finger stopped moving is sort of like a terminal moraine. That is really interesting. Would you be able to tell us about some of the types of rocks in the park? Well, Devil's Lake State Park is has deposits of quartzite, a metamorphic rock made up of quartz sandstone that has been put through heat and pressure, generally tectonic. There are several bluffs made of quartzite that are great for climbing or hiking up. Thank you, Joel. We will visit with you again shortly. The number three park is Interstate State Park. This park is located south of St. Croix Falls in Polk County. The park was founded in 1895, and it is the oldest state park in Wisconsin. I chose to discuss this park because I have visited this park, and I really enjoyed just being there and being able to be out in nature. Park manager Matthew Densow told me that, the land that Interstate sits on was once a rift valley, which means that the continental plate was pulling apart there. That's why the rock there is mostly basalt. When the basalt formed, it cooled quickly, causing cracks to form. At the end of the last ice age, Lake Superior was much larger in size. At some point, the water lost containment and rushed down what was to become the St. Croix River. As the fast-moving water came to the area that was to become Interstate State Park, it cut through the dowels that you see today due to cracks in the basalt. The water also caused glacial potholes. Interstate is a historically rich park as well. The first land for Interstate was purchased in 1900. In Interstate, you can see where the world's largest log jam occurred in the late 1800s. There is also an old copper mine and many work projects from the CCC, or the Civilian Conservation Corps. Interstate has sites associated with some of the Native American tribes that lived in the area. Some popular recreational activities include camping, hiking, cross-country skiing, swimming, and fishing. When asked about his favorite thing about the park, Mr. Densau said, This is really hard for me to decide, but I will go with the Dalles of the St. Croix. We have four fantastic trails that take you into the Dalles, which allow you to enjoy the great views of the St. Croix River, along with some of the rock formations, such as the Old Man of the Dalles. In case you are wondering, Dalles is a French word for a rapid in a gorge or canyon.
Let's see what Joel has to say about the geology of Interstate State Park. Joel, can you explain what rift valleys are? Rift valleys form when a plate is pulled apart and as the crust pulls apart. As the rift is opened, thick, slow-moving, high-viscosity lava that is usually rich in magnesium and iron fills in. As the lava cools, it forms basalt, an extrusive, dark, and fine-grained igneous rock. The mineral grains are fine because the lava cooled quickly. Can you elaborate on glacial potholes? Glacial potholes form when rocks get stuck in a whirlpool of fast-moving water melting off of a glacier. The rock spins and grinds away at the bedrock and wears a smooth hole down into the rock. If you're lucky, you can find the rock that did the grinding at the bottom of the pothole, and it will be an almost perfect sphere. Thank you, Joel. We will chat with you one more time before the end of this episode. Coming in at number two is Patterson State Park. This park is located south of Superior in Douglas County. This park was founded in 1920. This year is the 100th anniversary of Patterson State Park. I chose this park because it has features similar to my number one state park. Let's learn a little more about the park from manager Kevin Fiend. He told me that Martin Patterson bought 660 acres in 1920 and donated it to the state of Wisconsin to protect the two waterfalls. The waterfalls were created by a shift in the Earth's crust, the Douglas Fault. When Mr. Patterson donated the land, it was quite undeveloped. There was a CCC camp in Patterson, and they built trails, buildings, and beaches at Patterson. The main shelter building and the bathhouse were built by the CCC. The walls were made out of blocks that were hand-chiseled. Some recreational activities at Patterson are camping, hiking, cross-country skiing, picnicking, and swimming. When asked his favorite thing about Patterson, Mr. Fien said, I love the two waterfalls the park has. Big Manitou Falls is the highest waterfall in Wisconsin at 165 feet. Little Manitou's Falls, sometimes called Twin Falls, is about 30 feet tall. Additionally, we have some fantastic hiking trails that enable our visitors to see a variety of forest cover types. Forest cover types are what types of woods we have. Some are oak, and some are maple hardwood ridges. Some are wetland coniferous species like white cedar and balsam fir. Some of the forest is largely aspen popple trees. I look forward to visiting Patterson State Park. Last, but most definitely not least, my number one spot goes to Anacon Falls State Park. This park is also located south of Superior in Douglas County. The park was founded in 1961 and is 17.5 miles away from Patterson State Park. Let's learn some more about the park from the manager, Kevin Fiend. Prior to the state purchasing it, it was a town park called Barden Town Park. Geologically, the waterfalls at Anacon formed the same way that they did at Patterson. This park also lies on the Douglas Fault Line. In total, there are four waterfalls in the park. The CCC worked at Anacon Falls, Trails and some of the bridges were built by the CCC in the late 1930s, long before the park belonged to the state. Some recreational activities are hiking, snowshoeing, camping, and swimming. When I asked Mr. Fien what his favorite thing about the park is, he said, I love the waterfalls at Anacon Falls State Park, but also the beautiful and unique Horton Bridge. It is a very rare bow-style bridge, and only five exist in the United States.
Joel will join us once again to discuss Amnicon and Patterson State Park. Joel, the Douglas Fault Line is part of Amnicon as well as Patterson. Can you elaborate on the Douglas Fault Line? The Douglas Fault runs from around Ashland, Wisconsin, down to near the Twin Cities. Along one side of the fault line, the rock moved up and to the north at about a 50 to 60 degree angle. It formed about 500 million years ago due to the cracking of the basalt that was left from a failed mid-oceanic ridge that formed what we now know as Lake Superior over a billion years ago. Lake Superior is the only great lake formed this way. The other four great lakes were carved out by glaciers moving over the land and carving out the lake beds. Thanks, Joel. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks for having me. COVID-19 has affected everything, including Wisconsin State Parks. To conclude this episode, I would like to discuss how it has affected Wisconsin State Park system. Visitor centers and bathrooms have been closed. Parks have also changed their daily hours from 6 a.m. through 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. through 7 p.m., and they are now closed on Wednesdays. Most parks are not allowing people to camp right now. For a while, they were not charging money for vehicle admission stickers. That is how people are allowed in the park. That affected the income they rely on to pay for running the park. Now you must purchase vehicle annual passes either on the phone or on the Internet. You can't purchase a vehicle sticker in person or you or a daily pass. Some parks are not allowing social events. Volunteer events have been canceled, so they don't have everything done that they need to have done to keep the park in shape for visitors. Some parks have even suffered vandalism and increased littering. I hope that things improve enough with this virus so that Wisconsin State Parks can start to get back on their feet. That concludes today's episode. I would like to thank my contributing guests from the state park system, Rodney Gaunt, Jessica Dowell, Dave Halalek, Aaron Mason, Angela Vicchio, Calvin Kunkel, Richard Hesed, Matthew Densau, and Kevin Fiend. I would also like to thank Joel Hansen for talking about the geology of some of the parks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, stay curious.